o'clock, our Mellow Joy Coffee time. My pleasure to welcome back to the show, New Iberia Mayor, Freddie DeCourt. How you doing, sir? I'm good, sir. Good morning. Appreciate you coming by. Uh, Tuesday, City Council met. Uh, we'll kind of recap that in just a bit. Uh, rough day yesterday for your PD, huh? Yeah, rough day. Rough day. A lot of, a lot of things happening. Okay. They were very busy. Can you expound on uh, any of it? Uh, I don't want to mess with an investigation. No, but. there was a, a little shooting incident. No one was killed. Uh, and then there was a person they were tracking down from that, so that took a lot of activity. Um, there was a deceased person found in a vehicle. Uh, I don't think it's foul play, but uh, that was a whole other issue, and those things happen at the same time. So you had two scenes to secure the sheriff's department, uh, which we have a you know a standing agreement, and we work very well together, hand in hand. So the sheriff's department came in and kind of took over one scene while they are assisted on one scene while they handled the other scene. So, yeah, it was a busy day, but, uh, you know, just have to deal with it. Gotcha. Got a note from the sheriff's office. I know it's outside the city limits, but affecting residents, the westbound exit ramp uh, onto Lewis Street closed. Uh, it's been hot and apparently some asphalt I, I think it buckled. Yes, yes, yes. I saw that. No, and so like I said, you know, we have combined our SWAT teams, and so when we do have a SWAT call, both the sheriff and the PD, you know, respond together. That happens in the city and in the parish. When it's in the parish, the sheriff's department's in charge. When it's in the city, the PD's in charge. But that has greatly ramped up both of the department's abilities, um, you know, to field enough officers that are, you know, trained. But, uh, yeah, we find all kind of ways to work together. Good, good. Glad to hear that. Uh, uh, before we get into... Uh Tuesday's meeting, anything else uh, you want to share? Are things going on? Project updates? I think we're good. Uh, the, and I'll say the name wrong, I'll butcher it, but the uh, Fet uh, Bayutesh, the that religious procession that comes every year, uh, I met with some of the organizers this This is week. on the water. On the water. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to start in Franklin this year. It's in August, and it's going to come to New Iberia when normally it goes from the other end of the Tesh. And uh, they're actually going to disembark in New Iberia and go to St. Peter's Church. So it becomes an all very long day, it seems like, but a long day to get here. And then we'll end up with probably 100 boats utilizing all of our new facilities Mm. and getting in and out of the uh, boat landing. It's a Tuesday. Getting in and out of the boat landing will take, I think they told me, four hours Mm. probably for 100 boats, you know, because people will be picking up, putting down, you know, a lot of stuff. But it starts in Franklin, so they put the boats down there, and then the trailers and trucks, you know, make their way here to, to pick them up. Uh, but that should be interesting. So that should be the first uh, first event of uh, our new marina. We've had one visitor, because it's really not even really open, but we had a little houseboat stay for two weeks. And he has now putted down, gone through the locks, and he's gone as far up the Tesh, or down the, having we'll look at it, down the Tesh. He's gone as far as he can. I don't know if he'll make it to Bro Bridge. He's not sure about one bridge. And then I think you hit us for two weeks on the return trip. So that's the first person who has used the marina for what it's intended or one of the uses. And then I was very excited to kind of uh, meet with the coordinators and know that they would come and do this and, uh, and utilize our facility. Uh, and I think it's something that hasn't happened here before. So good stuff, you know, just uh, weeding through that. Uh, had a call before I got here with a developer looking for a building, so I'm trying to assist them. Um, just, you know, got stuff going. We did a uh, groundbreaking yesterday at Boys and Girls Club. 
Okay. So they're working. West End. West End, the second location. They're working on that hot and heavy. While we were there, you know, come prepared. So we brought ribbon and scissors, and we did a little ribbon cutting at the splash pad. It's been open for a little while, but we had never done one. Um, so we snuck that in, too. And uh, over the next few weeks, we're planning uh, a couple of more groundbreakings, a couple more ribbon cuttings, um, and just, you know, just busy projects. You know, it's that time of the year, so we got a lot going on. And met yesterday for a couple of hours and strategized over our millage that we'll be asking for again that will not be a new tax burden, and we're trying one more time. That would give us about $15 million to put directly into the roads, and we learned some lessons from the – Last time that we failed by 133 votes. So uh, kind of coming back with that and getting organized to, to try that one more time. So just busy, just, you know, a lot of stuff going on. Across uh, the street uh, here as well, uh, a lot yes. going on. Felicity's Landing is now uh, under construction. They're, they have a ton of well, I mean hundreds of clips to weld to that metal bulkhead. I was talking to him yesterday. So they are welding all the clips in place. All of the aluminum decking is in. I think most of the framing stuff is in. So that project should come together in the next couple of months. And then I saw some more plans that are being developed for uh, the new stage and bathroom in addition to the Steamboat Pavilion. Those are coming along nicely. I think that will bid probably in about two months. And then been very busy with capital outlay and working through that, and it looks like we are going to receive $1.5 million more for the Pepperplex, $300,000 to begin the architecture, planning the new swimming pool that will have an Admiral Dahl address because we're taking all the city property that used to be the dog pound and the sewer plant on Admiral Dahl and hooking that up to Admiral Dahl and bringing it in from that end, which is Bank Park is behind that, so that's going to, you know, really be something that will do the planning this year and will allow us to uh, hopefully obtain the money. Normally when Baton Rouge funds your design, they fund your project. So we are hopeful that next year we would receive the funding and then the city would actually have a pool again. Um, but a lot going on. We have uh, Ann Street Park. It's about to start. And that's awesome because that area of town really, you know, needs some, needs some love and, and, and needs to have a presence there of the city so that little parks uh come in and just just busy it's a good good time to be in government there you go uh you did talk a little bit about that uh tuesday night and the idea that there's been sort of an absence of a city presence there yeah you just you know you cruise down ann street and you know i end up going to events at the masonic on ann and you you know you cruise down ann street there's not a there's not a city sign there's not a city park it's a very long street um, you know, connects St. Peter all the way to Amaldahl, and you just feel like, man, you know, we we need to we need to represent. So uh, it's coming, and I think it's going to be good. All right. Why don't you explain all that's going to be there, because it's more than just playground equipment. Yeah, what we tried to do was think of a commu- real community park. So basically it will have a ba- it'll be fenced in, open and closed every day by city workers, so it'll be dusted dawn. It will have a basketball court. It will have an area that's cordoned off with some exercise equipment, and there'll be a playground. That was one of your guys. One of my guys. So uh, those three things kind of hit uh, all the needs of a community, you know, the, the from the elderly to the kids to the, you know, the active to, you know, whatever. So it will make a nice little park, a good little addition, um, and it will be safe and monitored and open and closed every day. And so I think it's going to be something really good. Um just to kind of uplift that area and, and have a city presence. 
Real good. So, Councilman, Tuesday night, and uh, not that I necessarily want to jump around, but certainly uh, excited about the opportunity to get these uh, grant funds for demolition of property, Man. willing demolition. Not as property. much as me, because we yeah. spend a couple hundred thousand dollars a year in demos. It is adversarial, to say the least. It's many times that people don't want to have to do anything, but their property. Remember, we own, that's one of the most drastic things government can do. We only demo a property when it is a public safety hazard and when every other option has been exhausted. Most of the time, people come, and it is months and months, and give me 30 more days, give me 60 days. Uh, Jimmy has to keep going out, compliance, and looking at it and, mon- and documenting, and it takes months to get the titles clear and to get everybody involved and to figure out the taxes due and you know get prices and deal with asbestos in many instances yeah it's a it's a trip so it takes you know six or eight months to tear down you know anything this is a grand opportunity only because we had a compliance department and had a system in place is why we could qualify for this as other cities who do it's a pilot program with the state we have to have a minimum of 150 thousand dollars worth of demos and the max we can get is a half a million dollars so we are actively trying to get past the 150 for sure and i think we will uh we had since the meeting seven more houses added and we had you know quite a few at the meeting and then uh in addition to that we've had an agreement on a big commercial building and we have a couple of more coming. And I think that one commercial building that I talked to the owner yesterday, and they said, yeah, you know, put us on the list. That's probably going to be $50,000 by itself. So I think we definitely are to the point that we passed our 150. But this is an opportunity that if you own, have inherited, uh, have a clear title, or have family members that are all willing to sign so that you can obtain a clear title, uh, and you want to tear it down, this is your one shot. The government very rarely gets to do something for free for anybody. So we can come in, take the whole structure down. You still own the property. Uh, it is just a good way to clean up and have this, you know, paid for by somebody else because that's not going to happen again. And really, I was thinking about that during the meeting. Most of the properties that we reviewed would be they all had to qualify for our demo list to begin with to be part of the program and i'm thinking okay if we don't get the grant you know these properties are still going to have to come down and then now the situation flips back to you know reality of the normal way government Mm -hmm. works these people are going to have a bill coming you know it's going to cost them to tear it down so this is the shot and we are putting everything we can into getting this grant because it will help a lot of people and make a huge difference in you know cleaning up the blight so and again, th- these properties you dealt with Tuesday, these were all um, self. Uh, yes, yes. These, these are all that council members went out and hustled, or we made phone calls, or people called us because uh, that's happening. And said, you know, hey, I inherited this. Uh, I bought this at tax sale. I thought I'd remodel it. I'm not. We had a guy called uh, this week that said, I bought the house next to me because it was terrible, and now I'm looking at it and I can't afford to tear it down. And you know. It affects me the most because it's in my yard. I own it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't wait to get rid of it. So people are catching on. We only have about another week, but people are finally realizing what we've been talking about. I mean, we've put it on Facebook. We've talked about it at council meetings, um, you know, really trying to get it out there. It's been in the newspaper. We've talked about it on your show. 
that it, it's and that's how things go. Now it's catching on, and the phones ring, and the people saying, "Wait a minute, you know, I can yeah. get rid of this, and it won't cost me anything." So uh, we are hopeful. I also heard this week, which this is awesome, that it's going to be a continuous thing. It's not going to be just this one shot. Mm. Like it would come up again in a year. So I'm very hopeful that we'll be in the program, we'll be able to do it, and that, you know, hey, if they want to give it to me next year, I'll take it again. Um, matter of fact, if it does succeed and we are selected and we do get to do this, we're going to do some leg work so that next year we get to half a million dollars. You know yeah. I mean, I would love to get to that this year. There's two large apartment complexes and an old school. And, and if we get those, that will help us greatly, you know, to meet our, our minimum. But uh, this is a shot. You know, we need to take it. So it all related to uh, you had uh, met with the folks in Lafayette on how they deal with dilapidated properties, or was it vice versa? Remind me about that. Uh, no, we, we did meet with them, and that's how they handle their adjudicated property. Okay, that was adjudicated. And so yeah. it, it, it all came up at the same time, and we are trying to make some efforts. So we're in the process of looking at uh, their ordinances, and that will be coming to the city council to mimic the Lafayette ordinances. And we've given copies to all the council members, and I think we have a little you know trial run period of do you want to change anything. Uh, but that will be coming. Because, uh, but that's a whole other whole other issue, and yet all related, because most of those adjudicated properties are are empty and uh, you know doing nothing, and and are if they're not demolition by neglect, they're going to be you know yeah. time's going to get them. So uh, and many are, but it's just a big push to try to you know clean our town up. Very good. All right, council um, met Tuesday night uh, dealing with a uh, couple of uh, ordinances that were up for final adoption. One, uh, some ARPA money, uh, American Rescue Plan Act funds, uh, amendment number six. Uh, anything? Uh, to That's make? just taking the money that was left from the splash pad, um, round figures, I don't remember exactly, let's say around $30,000, transferring that to the school that we bought in West End Park because I needed that money to stay, you know, in the park. So that will add to our pot because we know it's not big enough to do some renovations in one wing of Park Elementary so that it can open and become productive. What we're trying to do with a portion of the school is make it a little senior citizen center out of two classrooms because West End Park doesn't have one. And we see this success with the one across the bayou at the old fire station. I'd like the community to have a little, uh, you know, uh, senior citizen center, if you will, uh, and plus a little rental space. I mean, it can be used for, you know, uh, as they do with the other one, bridal showers, you know, little parties, those kind of things. But uh, in conjunction with that, we want to do a community garden, and uh, we're going to start. That'll be our first one there at that property. We need to coat the roof on the section that we're going to be utilizing, and. Uh, the police will have one little area that will give them a little office, and they're going to start staging training out of the rest of the building. But uh, anyway, so that all that was because you, those ARPA records have to be exact uh, was that that thirty thousand was shifting from one little project to another. All right, another uh, ordinance uh, dealt with uh, funds for Rotary Park benches. Yeah, that was just like a pass-through. We had, and, and boy, don't quote me, but we got a little grant, I think it was $6,000 for some more benches. Uh, that's where they it said it would go to, and that's what they wanted it to go to. And so we just needed to move it along so we could swap those funds, you know, put them in and put them back out and get some more benches. All right. 
Another ordinance amending uh, budget to reflect uh, Pepperplex uh, signage. That's the uh, $68,000 electronic sign that will be up in the front on our, on uh, Center Street, up close to, uh, you know, the entry. And uh, Mayor Pro Tem Gosselin put up, uh, don't quote me, maybe $40,000, something like that. Uh, close to forty uh, of the hundred thousand that uh, he had since the CARES Act money, and then we had an allotment, and so we combined those two things, got that money all in one pot, and we were able to do a change order to uh, get the sign. And we need that, you know. You're not going to hold tournaments and hold events, and you know if people can't find you. And mm-hmm. the Pepperplex, you know, is, is a great facility. We've taken over. It's going to be really nice, but. You know, it has never had a sign at the road, so that's something that uh, we really, really need. Was that going to be utilized for other signage uh, to or announcements? Uh, well, what I was thinking, it's a city-owned sign, and the way we're doing it, we didn't go through a sign, like a sign. We don't have to report to anybody to put what we want on the city sign, and that's my hope is that it'll it'll uh, promote everything happening at the Pepperplex. That's its top function and priority. But I can't see if we have the Sugar King Festival downtown or we have an art walk or we have, you know, some event that we want to promote as a city event. Uh, you know, why not? So I am hoping that it will be able to do and will do other messaging, you know, about uh, city activities. Real good. Last ordinance dealt with the Acadian Acres Detention Pond Project. Where are we at with that? Yes. Well, it's finally coming. You know, we own the property, purchased it from the parish. We hired uh, Fenster Maker and Associates because they had done it, I'm, I'm telling you, like 14 years ago. They did the preliminary design on this. So we hired them because they knew, you know, nothing changed. Uh, and so they are, and we have the money. It's been a lot of little pots of money to, you know, put together to make the couple of million dollars we need. But uh, a lot of it's coming from the drainage money. Some of it's coming from... Uh, you know, other funds, but we've put that all together, and we did apply for a grant as to hedge our bet. If we get the grant, well, then I can use the drainage money somewhere else because it's not like I don't right, have right. drainage projects. We haven't heard on the grant yet, but we didn't want to wait. So that's just getting our final ducks in a row so that we can kick that project off. Uh, they're setting a meeting up for me with Finstermaker, uh, I think next week or the week after, to kind of review everything as they're getting started, but... That project is a very long time coming and will relieve a lot of the flooding issues that happen in Acadian Acres. Very good. And send it through the M10 Canal to Valutech. All right. Several uh, resolutions were up for uh, final adoption, uh, purchase, installation of an oil and water separator. Yeah, that's the building. That's a little uh, oil and water separated building that Public Works has needed for a very long time, so it's substantially complete. Um, I think they're utilizing it um, because we didn't really have washdown racks that had all in water separators and was covered so that it, uh, you know, it's, it's a building so that the rain doesn't uh, infiltrate where it shouldn't and add more problems. So uh, it's a good thing, something that the uh, city's needed for a long time. How does the oil and water come together that it needs to be separated, or am I completely uh, misunderstanding oh no, no, no. this? You got it, bro. When <laughs> you're, uh, let's just say that you pull a backhoe in, or a tractor, or even a truck, and you power wash it, basically, you know, it's a car wash. But you've got grease, you've got fittings, you've got, you know, I didn't say our equipment's brand new. I can't say that there's nothing without a leak. 
Um, so when you're cleaning equipment or when you clean the trailer, maybe that you were hauling tobacco on the hydraulic fluid that you spilt when you were filling it or whatever. Yeah. All of those things are supposed to be contained. And I can't say that they always were because we didn't have an all in water separator facility, but now we do. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's what, you know, what we're trying to prevent is that, uh, runoff pollution. Yeah. I can go back to my parks and recreation days yeah. where after a day of mowing grass and those kind of things, yeah, we never had anything mm, like no. that at all. No. Huh. Okay. And long overdue. There you go. Um, we already talked about the Ann Street Park project, but, uh, anything about that resolution that we didn't discuss? Not really. I think I we hit it. Thought so. And uh, the Civic Center Marina, Phase 1, uh, substantial completion there, and we kind of talked about yeah, that. Yeah, and we have three. It's one, yeah. two, and three. So basically the whole facility behind City Hall is now, for the phases that we got the grant, substantially complete. There is a future phase that I'm not saying we won't apply for it, but uh, we, we haven't right now. We have applied Felicity's Landing that we talked about that has just begun construction. We did apply for the second phase of that which would make that even longer. Um, we'll see if we get that. And then if we get that, we're going to chew what we bit and go build that. Uh, I'm not saying that before we're done, we won't at least apply for the last grant opportunity for City Hall, but we're trying to spread out and get as much done as we can to kind of tie all that infrastructure together. Gotcha. And one of the resolution uh, in regard to... Um Revolving loan fund for uh, from DEQ for yes. uh, the wastewater department. Two point five million. That is a low interest loan that we are, as we've talked about previously, we're spending eleven point nine million dollars. You can say twelve million dollars this year on sewer, doing flow rerouting and repairs, and doing uh, things at the new old uh, plant because we call it the new plant, but it's not new. Um, so all of that total is about 11.9 million and we saw an opportunity through the state to get 2.5 million at very very low in less than one percent interest uh with maybe even a package that forgives loan forgiveness for half of it mm -hmm. which we're not gonna count on that again i'm hedging my bet but if they want to forgive me for half of it we would definitely say thank you yeah um so that's what that's about Okay. Then you introduced an ordinance, uh, which would be up for a public hearing at your next meeting on the 5th, and we'll talk about that as well. But uh, LGAP funds, uh, any specific use there? Uh, pickup truck and two lawnmowers. Okay. Uh, and every year that's what we try to do with it is each department gets a turn, sometimes gets a truck, uh, sometimes we constantly. I don't think anybody ever realizes how much grass the city cuts, so we burn up those zero turns. I mean, they last a good while. They're good good machines, but we're constantly in the need for newer or, uh, you know, replacement or additional lawnmowers. So that'll buy us uh, one truck and two lawnmowers. All right. And we already talked about the property standards uh, issues. Anything out of the council remarks? Not really. I mean, I know... Uh, Ms. Ledbetter's got her events oh, Saturday that's right. at yes. uh, Bank Avenue. Yes, yes. So we talked about that. But no, not not really, you know, nothing stood out anyway. And it had been a, a wasn't for the amount of houses we had to deal with. But again, they weren't adversarial dealings. So we cruised through them pretty quick. But uh, there was a lot of talking. That was, what, 17, I think, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So and, you know, Procedural kind procedural of stuff. Procedural stuff. You know? And so a lot of times we wear ourselves out on that. And when it is that kind of meeting, councilman's remarks usually aren't that long. <laughs> Got you there. Anything else uh, you want to share before we no, let you go? I kind of think we we in good shape. So uh, 
See you in a couple of weeks. As always, thanks for this opportunity, and uh, we'll just keep plugging. And again, the council is going to meet on Wednesday the 5th. Yes, it will be. July 4th is, of course, a holiday. I didn't want to skip a meeting. I skipped one meeting since I've been the mayor, and, boy, it took two months to catch up. So uh, don't want to do that, so we'll be meeting unusually on a Wednesday. All right. We'll look forward to the next time. Thank you.